Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 309. This is Russ, and it's a light crew today. It's Aaron Newworth and Daryl Taylor. Hey there. Hey. Wait, are we recording now? We're recording now. I thought we recorded already. <laughs> Last week. It's like Daryl got hit on the head. <laughs> so confused. You're so confused, yes. Did you get shot know. in the face? I think I did. Or did I? This is my episode as far as, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Probably, I'd probably be worse for wear too, given the things I went through. He went through. It makes it yeah, exactly. Yeah. How come this didn't happen sooner? Yes. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, because he was too busy playing at it instead of it being a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're here to talk about Fear the Walking Dead season six episode not episode ten. Sorry. Handle with care. And. Um. No news this week. Uh, we scoured, we scoured the planet, and there was no news other than the, you know, just the 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 non news of nope, still not filming the Rick movie. <laughs> like, yep, nope, still not. Oh, and by the way, it's going to happen. But yes, just not now. Yeah, soon. It's it's going to happen soon. 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 And we want all those, excited. It'll be one yes. of those things like. Like I say, with with some movies, um, when the cameras start rolling and they're like, "Yes, they've they've started filming," then then I'll be, right. believe it. Yeah, when you get that in, when you get that Instagram shot of like first day on set and it's like a chair that says Andrew Lincoln on yep. it, then you can uh, be like, uh, "All yeah. right." <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the Flash movie. They just kept talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, whatever." And then I saw the headline; it was like, "Flash starts filming this week," and I'm like, "Wow, this is really going to happen, huh?" Um, I know. So, but yeah, so no news, nothing, nothing much going on. Um, nothing, I mean, nothing of substance. There's been just some chatter about season 11 of the main show and, uh, you know, some, some stuff about that, but nothing, nothing worth really talking about until there's something, something with some teeth, uh, that we can get into. Um, so we'll just jump into handle with care. Um, again, another, another surprisingly good episode of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like most of the times when the show is, is good, uh, it's the performances that, that just kind of, uh, go above and beyond. Um, yeah, it also, we had a focus on, on Daniel who we haven't really focused on for a while, like as like a whole main episode yeah, and he, and he tends to have stronger episodes. If I, oh yeah, if I'm reading that right, <laughs> yes. recall his episodes specifically, but they tend to work out pretty well. So yeah, I wasn't 
too surprised. Oh, like when you know when they start focusing on him, it's like okay, cool, it's a Daniel episode, and they're like, all right, yeah, this makes sense. We're getting some good character stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it starts out with him uh, sitting and reciting some words, and it it feels like it's some sort of like cognition test, right? Like he's he's reciting it, it. It feels very much like he's reciting back something that somebody's made him memorize, or or that that they're showing him some. Uh, like flashcards or something like that um, uh, to repeat back. And, um, you know, he, he's asked about how he feels about, you know, he was feeling hopeful earlier in the day and we flash back to earlier in the day. And um, like the episode is titled, we hear the traveling, traveling Woolberries uh, handle with care um, playing on a record player. Um, throughout the camp, which is was I don't know, it's kind of cool. We don't we don't often hear a lot of um, licensed Source. music on the show. Yeah. No, uh, so that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they if they didn't bring in the um, the uh, the beta band, uh, whatever they're called, I forget. Um, oh yeah, or um, of course Carl's band. Uh, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we made do of classic tunes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, they're just focusing on the settlement, you know, building the settlement. So they're building buildings and kind of, uh, getting things together. It was just kind of this, you know, the, the settlement's coming along this place that, uh, that Morgan's trying to build, uh, is, is moving right along from when we saw it last, just, just right. the previous episode, uh, grace is further along. So she's clearly, you know, I think last time we saw her, they said what she was seven months pregnant, I think. And she looks like nine and a half months pregnant uh, in in this episode, so uh, yeah. she's she's ready to go. Um, we get a good sense that they, they've been doing this for a little while now. Yes, as far as since 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 the last episodes. Yes, yeah, some time has passed. Um, and then outside the settlement, uh, Sherry comes up with uh, Sarah and Strand on horses. She's got the SWAT van. Um. And she even mentions Wendell, like she wants the Sarah says something to Sherry about being able to drive the SWAT van. So, you know, it's her turn to have the 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 van so that uh, she could take Wendell out uh, with her. Um, so so he is he is alive and still out there. We can, he's still out there. That still makes me like, given that he's not in the, the that they're giving only passing mention to it, it does make me wonder, like, if he has like a compromise here, like a schedule that's permitting him not permitting him. For Probably. Him, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I see no reason for him not to be in this episode beyond something not allowing him to film. Right, so. right. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see that they, they actually uh, recognized him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get the sense here that Morgan's kind of called them to the settlement because he, yeah. he wants to parlay. As, as he sent out a raven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he sent a raven, yes. He sent multiple ravens out. Yes. <laughs> Um, and before they come in, he kind of reiterates his one rule. You know, he said that the axe is out there, and if anybody you know kill you know commits any violence, they they won't be welcome here anymore. So he's he's trying to set up this you know kind of new civilized society that he's he's got going on uh, there. And uh, then we cut back. So uh, this recap is going to be a little strange to do because of the. Because of the back and forth nature of it, and the fact that right. Daniel's kind of narrating it, so um, the one thing with you know my notes and stuff and going through the recap, it doesn't it doesn't quite do it the same justice as as watching it uh, come comes across. But um, but we see that Daniel's in jail, 
Uh, so he's he's sitting in in this building, and we pull back to the to the bars, and we pull back even further. So he's clearly sitting in jail. I thought at first that maybe he was talking to himself. Um, you know that there's like he was completely cracked up. Um, and and that's where we get the cold open. So. Oh, I had thought something like he winds up having to kill somebody. Oh, maybe, yeah. And why? Yeah. That's the first thing I thought. Like, you know, he can go, uh, you know, Daniel can go to, can go kill her if, if, if oh, sure. uh, he felt pushed. And I thought that he, he wound up killing somebody because he thought they were a threat to the, you know, to the, to the area, to the, uh, to the bunker. Which he almost did. Whatever. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. yeah. It was setting up a certain move, but I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I like I know what the show is trying to do with that. Like, I the only person I think he'd kill would be like Strand. Like, Strand's probably gonna die this yeah. week. So <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I didn't think he was gonna die. I yeah. thought it would be like he killed some random person that pops up that we've never seen before <laughs> until this episode. <laughs> he threw down my caldo, so I had to, yeah. I had to hide <laughs> to pop him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So Sarah comes in. And uh, they're ch- you know Grace uh, f- seems like she's starting to have contractions or maybe childbirth and so um, so Sarah is kind of checking her out. Uh, June at this point is pretty far away. Um, that I think they said she's a day away if, if she left now, um, but they need a fetal monitor. <clears throat> Morgan seems to recall. So apparently this was like the contingency. There was a contingency spot he was trying to set up for him and Grace somewhere else. That he doesn't um, want to talk about. Yeah, that had a fetal monitor and some other equipment and stuff set up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he says, you know, it's off the beaten path or whatever, so he's going to go uh, get it. And he takes the takes the SWAT van with him to to do it. Um, while Morgan is off, the rest of the the two groups kind of meet in you know in like a little tent thing, and they start talking about. Uh, you know what they should do about this this uh, looming threat that's out there. They think there's a traitor in their midst, and they start kind of bickering and things kind of break down. Um, and then a huge explosion. Uh, oh wait 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 back up back up back up. Yep. Uh, sorry, we talked over like the whole one they're checking in the weapons. Oh yes, uh, oh, sorry yes, uh, bit which is great because I mean yeah everyone else is doing it, but I was waiting for them to get to Strand. Like yes. I was like you yeah. know this guy, I can yeah, this, have yeah. like Trust like strength. six guns on him, and he's probably exactly. not going to give one of them over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking exactly. like okay, he's got one on his ankle. Yeah, so that that's, yeah exactly <laughs> as, as a part of of. Morgan's philosophy for the town, all weapons get checked, cataloged, written down, locked up um, in a shed. And the only two people that have the key to the shed are are Morgan and Daniel. Um, and so they keep they keep a very strict uh, uh, tab on things. Oh, and Skidmark's back. They brought Skidmark yeah, back. Brought to Skidmark. Him. Oh, that was right. the other thing. Yeah. 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 Strand brought him back, no less, too. Strand, like, Strand yeah. be like a peace offering, which Daniel, like, he'd, he took that very well. Like, yes. Which you know you can't trust. <laughs> like when he starts doing something nice for you, that means there's there's something he's doing something else too. Uh, yeah, I, I, thank you, Aaron. I, I skipped over that in my, in my notes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and in and at the end of of that note, I have Strand's gonna strand because, of course, you know, he's yeah. like, mm-hmm. give me the knife and <laughs> and the, I was waiting for him to say and the ankle and the ankle holster, and, mm-hmm. you know. 
and the backup pistol, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, clearly, and even then, you're like, you yeah, need to ask him again. It's like, uh, sir, on. can you turn around and bend over and cough, please? Exactly. Um, <laughs> like, honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if Daniel's. I mean, he did know basically because he set this whole thing up. We'll get to that. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> if he's like. I know he probably has more weapons, but I don't necessarily expect to have to use them. So I'm just not going to like concern myself with this right, right. now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, in earlier in the episode, we did see the TNT shack, right? Like the door was kind of mm-hmm. like half open, and there's a box yep. there that says TNT. So um, Chekhov's dynamite was was uh, was in full <laughs> Pretty effect. Pretty much in, in our face. Yeah. Um, so as they're as they're discussing, explosion goes off. Um, which is pretty, it was very well shot, you know, where it shows like Daniel lurching forward, the camera kind of flips around. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and obviously the first, you know, thing I thought it was, okay, the dynamite went off. And so they go to check it out. The shack is completely obliterated and there's a huge rock where the, where the shed was. And so Daniel's like, well, looks like a rock fell on it and could have set off the dynamite. So maybe it was just an, you know, an accident. Um, and of course everybody else, even especially Lucia is like, yeah, that's what they did in tank town. They made it seem like it was an accident, but we all know it was no accident. And so again, it's just kind of like the tension is ramping up a little bit as to now they're really worried that there's a traitor in their midst and it's it's starting to kind of sow this discord between, uh, between them, um, as to what's going on. Um, of course, loud noise, big explosion, Walkers get drawn in from around, and uh, as they descend on, Strand, of course, wants to, and the rest of them want to go out there and do something about it, and Daniel's like, no, the walls will hold. Let's wait till Morgan gets back. He's got the SWAT van. He, you know, we, we just need to wait a few hours and, and, and hold out. Um, but he says even though he thinks that the, the, the walls will hold, um, they go – he goes to the, to the gun – a locker just in case and they open it up and they're all gone and uh so now things are getting even more chaotic so walker's approaching they have no second line of defense morgan's not back yet <laughs> and conveniently the walker showed up knocked out the radio tower so they can't get a hold of morgan and tell him to either come back or find out where he's at um it's just it, one of those days yes exactly <laughs> uh so Daniel goes up to Grace and says, look, you need to get out of here because it's not safe. Like, I'm sure the walls are going to hold, but but they might not. We don't have any guns. It's not safe for you to be here. Go, you know, it, and it's cool because he says, doesn't he say go by the, the place in the woods, like the the place he tells everybody else he told her to. That's what we hear him say. Right. Um, but that but that's not what he actually told her. An unreliable narrator situation mm-hmm. going on here. Um. So he, it's so, what, it helps it, it, because you know you're getting this whole flashback stuff, and so it's. I like the show playing with that. It's yes. actually making that essential to the narrative instead of just having it as like a, like a like a um. A immediate res type like scenario with the opening. It, it keeps using that and eventually twists it on its head by, by switching up the little dialogue. Yeah. Um. So Grace leaves. Um, then we cut to Charlie, who's digging around, um, and Strand's group, like their tent, and starts seeing a bunch of stuff. Sees the mask, and then one of the Rangers comes up and catches her, 
and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know this was your tent. And Daniel's like, hey, did you find that hammer I told you to look for? And Charlie's like, no, mm-hmm. not not yet. So he he covers for her. Right. You know. Because he knows what she's what she's doing. She's obviously trying to look and see if any one of them is is the trade is the traitor. Um, so after that, we get some of the the walkers get inside. Um, things get <clears throat> get a little tense, and then two of them are are approaching the group, and they both of them are shot. Uh, both of them get shot, um, and it's Strand and. He's got the gun. And so Daniel's like, well, you know, how did they get in? And Daniel's like, I let them in. I let them in to, you know, to kind of force the traitor's hand. Because if 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 somebody took the guns and they were in here, then they would be able to get the guns. And Strand is like, look, I, I, I don't have them. I didn't take them. I smuggled this. I smuggled this on the other side of the fence before we got here because I, you know, because I basically don't trust anybody and thought I might need it. Um. Which is which is fun. Yes. <laughs> so as far as like we're yes. we're playing these two characters off of what they know about each other, which yes. is it's so fitting for what they what that means for them. Yeah. So more walkers are coming in, um, and again more tension ramps up. Right? They all start to question like, well, okay, if Strand didn't do it, there's a traitor. Who's you know who's done this? And they start pointing towards Grace or Charlie, and and Daniel dismisses that out of hand he's like no 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 no. like it's 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 not them it's it's strand it's got to be it's 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 got to be strand um who he's daniel is locked up in the jail um and goes to talk to him and they have this very tense uh conversation with each other strand of course just he's like look i'm it's I, i i'm not doing this this isn't me and daniel even goes he's like you know you could shoot a man in the face and he can actually survive you know and he just talks about the pain and he 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 even pulls out a prosthetic that he has on the inside of his mouth where there's a scar Mm. on the outside and starts talking about it and so obviously given daniel's past um this is this is something he's been through um and which does serve as a nice answer to our question that we asked you know, three years ago, how did he survive getting shot in the face? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that the show waited to give, give us an answer. Yeah. Finally one. get, we finally get the answer. To it, yes. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he talks about how, you know, there's always pain. There's always discomfort. You know, I can only eat soup and, you know, have to, you know, it just, he goes on and on, but, but basically he'll live. Um, <laughs> And um, so, yeah, he's he's going to threaten him to shoot him in the face. Like he literally goes up and pulls the gun. And uh, again, Ruben Ruben Blod Blodis does an awesome job about like making it seem like he's about to shoot him in the face. Like he, you know, he, he tenses up. He he gets ready to pull the trigger. All of a sudden, we hear all this gunfire uh, ring out and look outside. All the walkers are dead, and the SWAT van showed up. So obviously Morgan comes back and sees them all out there and is able to line them up perfectly to shoot them all <laughs> all dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at this point, Daniel goes back. You know, once they kind of clear – everything clears up. Real, real quick. Is, mm-hmm. is Al there somewhere? Do we say Al this week? No. I don't – They may, they, no. they talked about Al's with, um, with Alicia, right? 
Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. They were yeah. both missing. They, they were both gone. They went on a some kind of supply run or something like that. They, they, right. they right. went on a, 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 a COVID requirement of can't all be here at the same time exactly. trip or something. Like, yeah. Exactly. They're with Wendell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be around Strand uh, defense for Alicia. Well, that's part of it, too. Yeah, the idea. I mean, that's the story reason. Yes. Yeah. I know. And um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how the filming worked on this. So maybe they're all cool. But yeah, I, that's that's. I remember that now. But yeah, they're all just gone. Um. So <clears throat> Daniel goes back to Strand, and again, and and you know he he accuses him of being the traitor again, and Strand doesn't deny it again this time. This time he asks Daniel. He's like, "Why? Why are you so? Like, why this place? Why are you so invested?" Um. Invested in this? Why? Why is this such a big deal? Um, and uh, he he says is he basically talks talks about how his life was a lie and that you know going to going to L.A. Um, and and what happened there and everything he's you know he 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 realizes that the time he spent with his daughter in Los Angeles as a barber was all a lie that she never got to know, you know, his life and that setting things up here, he, it, it just started to kind of bring back that trauma again, um, for him that we'll, we'll find out later. Um, but that's what he was trying to, trying to, to set up. And it's a, it's a great little speech that he gives to, to strand. Um, and then Morgan calls Daniel and says, "Hey, they they can't they can't find Grace. Um, that they're at the location and she's not there." And he's like, "Well, that doesn't make sense. That's that's where I told her." And so then now things start to kind of come together that there's something off with you know, given that speech he just made, and now mm-hmm. the fact that Grace is missing. Like in my mind, I started to think like, okay, what's really like? Is he, did he have a total psychotic break? And he's playing both sides and doesn't realize he's playing both sides. Like what, what's going on? Um, and finally Morgan's able to get, to get grace on the radio and she tells him where she's at. And it's not where, where Daniel said that she was supposed to be. Um, I was just like, again, last week I got like shocked into the face of a pregnant lady. So I'm not expecting grace to be taken down, but at the same time, I'm like I'm just hoping like something bad didn't happen. Yeah, to yes. These people because of, because of this kind of thing. Cause that's like double sad. So yes. Um, so once, once they kind of figure out what's going on with grace, Lucy gets on the radio to Morgan and says, Hey, we found the weapons. And Morgan's like, great, where, you know, where were they? And she's like, I think you need to come see this for yourself. Uh, so, of course, everybody goes back to the tent or goes back to the to the base. And she says, look, we found these all in Daniel's tent. And Morgan's like, is it all of them? And and um, and they're like, yeah, it's every one of them. All like every every weapon that we have in the book, uh, it's all done. And he's like, I saw Lucy, you know, find them like it's. It's, um, you know, neither one of us have a keys, and the and the lock was, you know, it's it it wasn't it wasn't us, um, and so this is when we find, <clears throat> so this is when we find out that, um, well, earlier, he, he uh, Morgan, um, also confronts Daniel about about Grace, and he's like, no, I told you to 
to go to the clearing. And she's like, no, you specifically said don't go there. Like he's like, no, I marked it on the map. And they show him the map. And, of course, the, the, the catacombs or the caves or whatever are marked off on the map. So Daniel, like, again, he's he, it's starting to become clear as to, as to what's going on. Um, so then we come back to the, to the jail cell and we find out that he's been talking to June this whole time. So the, the person that he's been working this all out with uh, is June, uh, which, again, make, makes sense because she's the closest thing to a doctor or any kind of trained medical person that, that they have. Um, and, and one of the things June has him do is like draw a clock at six, you know, draw the, a, a clock face and put the hands at six, you know, six o'clock. And so he's able to do all that. And then after telling this whole story, she says, Hey, do you remember the words I told you to memorize? Can you recite them back to me? And it's the same three words that he said at the very beginning of the episode. And so she said, okay, it doesn't seem like there's anything medically wrong, like, like medically wrong with you. Like you're not like, it doesn't seem like it's like an Alzheimer's kind of thing or some sort of, uh, dementia. yeah, dementia or anything like that. This is, this is psychological. Um, and that, you know, she's like, Hey, that's good. We can, you know, we can work on this and we can, we can get this fixed. Um, and so that's kind of where she leaves things with, with Daniel. Uh, and as she walks out, Morgan is, is there and there's a kind of a bit of a tense, but cordial exchange that the two of them have. Like it wasn't near as adversarial or, um, as awkward as I thought it was going to be. Like I, I would have expected their exchange to be a little bit more. And, um, I think Morgan is kind of in a spot where he knows June can't live there anymore, but he's okay with her helping, you know, coming in to help and then basically leaving again. Like she can't be a part of the community per se, but, um, but, but he's okay. Cause and partially, probably selfishly, he knows that he's going to need her help when the baby comes. Like you know, June has come, you know, the only, yeah, the most qualified just, person to to help. He's a, he can't make waves in any of this in any way. Like so, it's just like I, I can only approach this from so many angles here because you can't stay here. But I don't want to talk about it really. But I do want to thank you for helping. Also, please come back again. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do? I'll say too. I I kind of glossed over a little bit, but we talked about it all all season, especially this. You know, since things have come back in these last uh, couple a few episodes. But man, Lenny James is just killing it as Morgan. And again, uh-huh. this episode, the exchange with him and Daniel, where he just shows compassion and realizes like there's something wrong with Daniel, and he knows that the things he's doing aren't because he's evil or because he's going to betray them. He, he truly sees it as a man that's, uh, that has a problem, um, and, and really wants to, to kind of empathize with them and to help him with it. And then, uh, on the, on the other side, Ruben Blatt is again, just killing it. Uh, you know, like you said earlier, Aaron, we haven't gotten a ton of Daniel focus in a very, very long time. And so, mm. They even mentioned something from, and I totally forgot about it. Like way back, like in the, like in the beginning of the season, I think when he, when he had that confrontation with the burning of the, of that, um, what was the name of that compound with the lady, the woman? <sighs> I cannot remember the name of that place. Lot, but you- uh, she wanted him to join her. Remember. 
And he wound up burning it down instead. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was like last season, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't this season. No, 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 no. But it just made me think. I mean, but it, I had totally forgot about that because they haven't gone back to him really like that. Yeah. <laughs> about how he he almost he almost flipped and went through another like he wasn't even all there when he did it. It was almost like he had had just a switch went off in his head. Yeah. So. Yeah, I forgot all about that. But it's just, it's been some great character work uh, Mm -hmm. with the two. I agree. And, uh, you know, Russ, speaking to your point about Morgan, uh, Lenny James, like, you know, we got to that point where they were pushing his whole non killing agenda because of just the way it was rubbing up against other, well, against Carol, really, on The Walking Dead and whatnot, and, like, how they they were kind of turning it off and on eventually, but. When he first came back, when he like emerged and was dealing with what the these groups I can't remember these names the, that the, what that one set of characters that uh, <laughs> that uh, he didn't want to kill, but he just like beat them up and like one of those the wolf or the wolves wolves they yeah. had, like, the W's on their head yeah yeah um, like and you know when he's saying all life is precious when he after after um, the other um, the episode where he trained with that one guy and he got the whole staff thing going. Um, <laughs> can't remember the name of that episode. Harold. Uh, I know it's like a one-word name too. It's not yeah. clear. It's something else. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, with with the what's his name from? Is the name of yeah? It's with um uh, with um from Drew Carey show. Yeah, John Carroll Lynch. Yes, yes, John, John Carroll Lynch. Lynch. Yeah, is it? It's his name, right? That's the name of the episode. I think. Um, God, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> um. I gotta have it like in two seconds, or else it's gonna bug me for the rest of the thing. Um, Eastman, there we go. Yes. Um, but that zone, when he was in that place, as far as how he was acting and what he had come from, like going from clear to that stage, he, that was really compelling stuff. Like that's when Morgan was like my favorite guy on the show, just because of that philosophy that he was rolling with before it got like before the show had to kind of wedge it in with everything else going on, it just felt like that was so pure and interesting. And that seems like where he is now again, where he's not above killing if he needs to, because, okay, compare, compared to the the whole all life is precious thing. But at this point where he is in this, this setting that he's currently at, where he has the ax planted outside, I, yeah. I do think, I do think Morgan excels best, and Lenny James excels best because it's the most, interesting version of how he can act with this character. I do think that's like the best version of Morgan, the one that's very much in control of what kind of what kind of life he wants to live, even when having to deal with like the complications around him. And so it I yeah, I agree with you. It's very much paying off as far as giving him good material to work with as a character. And it's not the tortured Morgan. Like exactly yeah. You know, some of that stuff was a little too I thought a little too heavy handed, a little too much. Uh-huh. And this is a more natural. I, I just, I just find his performance very natural, um, and just, and just very compelling. I, I just, to me, this, these last couple few episodes have been like prime Morgan for me. Like, I think this is like the the, the final form of Morgan um, and what he was meant to be. You know, kind of this nice balance between, look, we need we need to preserve life, and we need to, you know, to kind of build build a a society where we can just live, but at the same time, not be afraid to go out and, and, you know, deal with people that, that threaten, you know, that, that threaten us and can't be dealt with any other way. So, 
I mean, obviously, otherwise he wouldn't let guns in there at all, right? Like, I mean, if he, if this was, if this was, you know, extreme pacifist Morgan, there'd be no guns, period. So, um, so this is this is a nice nice balance. Um, so at this point, kind of everything is resolved. Strand and his people are ready to live or ready to live, <laughs> ready to leave. Um, and they're heading out. And again, it's kind of this very amicable, like, yeah, we have this problem we, we need to deal with and we're going to deal with it. And, but you have your place and I have my place and it's, it's okay. And, and that's the other thing is when I was watching this episode is I was like, this is a really nice balance because this isn't quite like on the main show where we have Alexandria and the Hilltop and, you know, all these other places where it's more truly one real community. You know, it, it felt like one, one real community with a bunch of separate leaders, you know, in the kingdom where they would all come together and kind of like agree in principle on, on things and, and had a much more solid relationship. But this, this, it, it, I, I really dig in this whole, like, Hey, you have your place. We have our place. You run yours the way you want. We're going to run ours the way we want. If you need help and we need help, you know we can we can kind of be there for each other, but for the but for the most part, you know there there there's not like this chummy chummy buddy buddy kind of thing. It's just like hey, this is our place and this is your place. I, I don't know. It just it just kind of works for me. Yeah, no, I I agree. So at this point, Dakota uh, chimes in and says, "Oh yeah, now I remember something Virginia said um, about the the." the people, you know, spray painting the, the graffiti all over the place. Um, she said at one point they laid low. And so now she's thinking like, maybe it, she meant that literally that they were literally underground, not just, you know, that they were laying low, but that they, they literally went, went below ground. And so they kind of figured out like where their last known location was like where they saw them last. And Lucy says, Hey, that's, that's close to where Alan Alicia, you know, went off to on this supply run or whatever it was. And Lucy says, "I'm. I'll go. I'll go check it out, and I'll go. I'll go to Alicia and Al, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll figure this out. Um, so that that's kind of where she's going. So I'm assuming the next episode is focusing on them. If I had to guess, like that that they get into some sort of trouble um, out uh, on their own, especially given that we've taken a, a a break away from them. So yeah, it'd be yeah, yeah, fitting to get back into their stuff. Yeah." Uh, also, at this point, Daniel has a horse packed up. He's getting ready to leave. Um, and even Charlie's kind of questioning him, like, where are you going? And he's like, look, I, I can't be trusted here. Like, you you need to be safe. I can't keep you safe. I don't even trust myself. Like, I don't trust myself to do the right thing and to do to, to, to do this. And, you know, if I can't remember doing, you know, blow, basically blowing up a shack or moving a bunch of weapons, I can't be, I can't be trusted. Um, and this is where Strand says – you know, hey, why don't you come back with us to Lawton? And I, again, I was a little conflicted here because I'm like, okay, is this Strand being manipulative in a sense that he's like, okay, now I can get one up on Daniel and also keep an eye on him because I don't trust him? Or is this Strand like truly seeing that this man is troubled and he might be able to do him some good? And Maybe the answer is both <laughs> because it's Strand. Um, but I, th- I thought that was an interesting development that, that Strand was willing to, to take Daniel in. 
we're at a point where Strand and Daniel is pretty much the most complicated uh, relationship on this show and the most dynamic, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which is which yeah. is cool because just given their longevity on this series, essentially, um, I I can go side with the fact that it's both as far as there's something Strand can it maybe thinks he can use, but I also think he has a level of respect for Daniel that he re- and at least or at least like a desire to have his respect. Um, that he's going after, and that's why he wants him to come. That's also why he wants to to come along. Because I mean, Strand is not dumb. Right. He knows. I mean, he knows that Daniel will very instantly, you know, go after him if he feels like something's up. Um, so even if he has some kind of ulterior motive as far as what Daniel can give to him, I don't think he'd take him along, knowing that Daniel's the first person that's going to shoot him if he feels like something's been betrayed or whatnot. <laughs> so, there's there's there may be something in mind, but I also think there's just a this man and I have a have a deep relationship at this point, and I want I want to have that level of respect where we can both be some kind of you know have some kind of friendship or <laughs> relationship, whatever you want right. to call it, as far as how we coexist with each other. Yep. Um, and to kind of put a finer point on on that as well. Like Morgan even goes up to Strand and says, "Like, hey, are you are you for real with this whole yeah. letting Daniel come? Because yeah. you know um, he he's wary about it." And Strand's like, "No, I I said what I said, and that that's what I mean." And put so, respect on my name. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so that's pretty much where we leave things. I just I I what would it be? Like, I mean, I guess I mean Daniel's very capable. Like he knows how to fix things and whatnot. So I'd be mean, right. like. I, I, I guess there's, you know, with all the, the submarine stuff happening in the background, maybe maybe Strand knows something about what's coming and needs a guy that has certain kind of tech skills or something that can do something for I just, you know, whatever. <laughs> maybe. I guess we'll see. With Strand, you never know. That's the thing. Or, or he just needs a guy that can do a good haircut. But, or maybe. he just needs that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Strand, though. So that's the episode. Yeah. Um, so we all have Toby's this week. We don't have any audience Toby's, which I guess is maybe everybody knew that Jim was going to be out this week. So they, they <laughs> I think that's what Toby's. it was. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it was. So we'll do our Toby's. So Daryl, how many Toby's do you give this episode? Um, I, uh, I I really enjoyed the episode. I, I it surprised me because I thought that there was I even suspected the baby. Someone did all these things. <laughs> <laughs> like it had me suspicious of everyone. I didn't it even climb, it climbed it back in the that. womb. Exactly. Like I didn't even <laughs> think it would be that you know Daniel just he snapped like with all the stuff that's happened to him since day one. And this is even before the. You know the the apocalypse has come. Uh, he's been through a lot, so yeah, uh, it was it was such a well done episode. I have to give it a four four out of five. Nice, Aaron. I give it a four out of five as well. I think it's a strong character based episode that you know has a share of zombie stuff or what have you. But I mean, it does well for Daniel as a character. It does well for Strand and Morgan as characters. I think it just. You get a lot of good be and June for that matter as well. You get a lot of good beats with, with the people involved, and I do think it. You know, just getting that understanding of what Daniel's going been going through since getting shot in the face because he, you know, he 
not only have we not gotten many Daniel episodes, he hasn't been on this show very much in no, a while. Like, he's, no. you know, we know he's out there, but this right. show has very much sporadically used him. So, you know, getting a chance to get more into him again for like the first time in a while on an extended level. Yeah, I really appreciated what they're doing here. So. Yeah, it's like yeah. when he when he first came back after being gone all that time, he he was in quite you know like what those two or three episodes like pretty prominently, and then and then that was you know that was it for a while. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it four uh, as well. Uh, I, I again, I this show's on a pretty good uh, streak since coming back from the from the extended break. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't really been. Uh, been a stinker to date, so I'm I'm hoping that things continue uh, and that and that the trend the trend keeps going because uh, yeah it's been it's been good I just I don't I don't feel like it's you know I don't feel like it's homework to watch the show I don't I don't feel you know myself checking my watch a bunch uh, that is nice that's a nice feeling yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. It is. um so yeah it's it's been it's been nice to to and again like the 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 characters have been killing it. So, um, even with the d- dearly departed John Dory, um, you know, as long as Lenny James sticks around, uh, and, and, and these other, I mean, really all these, like no one on this show really annoys me. Like, no, no. Well, now that Virginia's gone. Yes, that's true. Well, that, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. part of it too. For right. sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So right now we're, I, I mean, curious where this plot, I mean, I guess whatever the bigger threat is, but I mean, yeah, there have certainly been annoying characters in the past. Look at the first three seasons of the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, so I mean, I, I am happy that we're in a zone where not only do we, you know, generally enjoy the episodes, but also there's no one that's like oh, this person. Like, it seems right. like everyone's pretty much on solid ground here. Yeah, I guess Dakota, but I mean, she doesn't do much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like because she's a murderer. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my that's my only gripe with her. <laughs> yeah, it's a murderer. But yeah, so that's it. Uh, kind of short and sweet this week. Like I said, uh, <clears throat> down a few a few cast members, but we should be back to full strength next week. Um, <clears throat> so, where can people find you both on the internet? We'll start with you, Mister Taylor. Uh well you can you can find me and Russ on Gotham by Geeks uh, where it's we cover the world of Batman and all that uh, and you can call, you can hear me and Jim on the Nothing's On podcast talking about all the movie and TV uh, shenanigans going on especially now excellent Mister North. You can find me um, chatting away on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, the podcast I host with my friend Abe. We talk about the weekly movie releases. We just talked about Mortal Kombat, which is now playing. Uh, that was that was a fun conversation. We also did our Oscar recap episodes, which are also quite fun, given the chaos that reigned at the Oscars on Sunday. Um, speaking of Mortal Kombat, actually, I do have a new... Um, by the time this recording is dropped, I'll have a new article in Variety out going over the top five fights. From, I talked with the stunt coordinator about Mortal Kombat. So we'll oh, nice. That one. nice. Yeah. And um, I'm also writing my reviews over on League of Entertainment. All my Invincible reviews are currently over there, as well as, well as my past Walking Dead reviews. And I'm on uh, Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Russ, how about you? Uh, just... Stay here, hhwled.com for the Walking Dead stuff, and then 
various specials that we do from time to time. Um, and then, like Daryl said, over at Gotham by Geeks, uh, which we do pretty regularly, which is a lot of fun, talking all the Batman stuff. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll get some more participation next week when Mr. Dietz is back to read it. So if you haven't left your Toby for this week's episode, um, go check out the thread and leave a Toby for, for this episode before you leave a Toby for the next episode. I, I'm saying it right now. The Next week's episode, I don't care if the episode's shit. It's going to be double the length of this episode. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> it's like a lot. <laughs> yes alright so thanks everyone for listening to the show um, we appreciate it so until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth I'm so tired of being lonely I still have some love to give <laughs> won't you show me that you really care good night <laughs>